Entered a world of pain, suffering, and misery. Welcome to Fear and Loathing on the Turntable. I'm your host, Matt Bergman, and for the next 38 to 69 minutes, we'll be asking this sad, carbon-based, sentient life form about some songs that they think are shitty. And tonight, I have with me Mark McCormick. How you doing, Mark? I'm pretty good. All right. Uh, where are you from? I am originally from Wilmington, Delaware, but I am now from Brooklyn, New York. I've been here half my life now, so this feels more like home. Were these the only two places you lived? These are the only two places I've lived, yeah. Uh, what made you come to Brooklyn? Um, I got out of college. I had an art degree. There's not a lot of jobs in Delaware that you can get with an art degree. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. <laughs> I think there might be more now, but at the time there was not. So uh-huh. I came to the big city to fulfill all my dreams. All right. Still working on that. Yeah? And yeah. What's, what's going on? Like, how's your life right now? Um, unemployed. Nice. Um, yeah, so it's great. Yeah. Uh, what's your uh, relationship uh, with music? What was on What was on in the house growing up? What were your parents listening to? And then you know, where how did that influence you? Uh, in the house, there was there was nothing, nothing that anyone should talk about being played. Uh, it was, <laughs> what does that it was, mean? It was all really bad music. For some reason, I remember a lot of like uh, slow jam, like. R&B stuff. I remember a, a, a radio show being on, like every night around the time I went to bed. Uh-huh. I don't know if it was my mom that listened to it or my dad, but it was on like an R&B station, and it was okay. called Between the Sheets. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So. Hi, and welcome to Between the Sheets. <laughs> so maybe there was a reason that was coming on right when I was going to bed. Yeah. Mom and dad were about to get busy. Somewhere. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's, I don't want to think about that. Right, no, no. <laughs> that that didn't help you sleep, no, did it? No, fuck, no. Jesus. <laughs> Do you have an aversion to that kind of music now as a result of that? Uh, generally speaking, yeah, I'm not big on the uh, the soft R&B or the soft anything. Uh-huh. That's but there was, there was so many, uh, there was so much other bad music in my house, too, that... <laughs> You're an only child, right? No, I have a younger brother. Oh, okay. Like a couple years younger than me. Yeah, but that means that you, you know, you were the guy who was buying his own records first. Yes, I had to do the discovery. Right, right. right. And then he got to reap the rewards. Right, right, right. He yeah. fucked up your records. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Scratch okay. my CDs too. Right. Um, were you playing music? Did was there a time where you, your parents made you sit down and? pick up a violin or I, I pushed I, I did saxophone when oh, nice. I was a really little kid Alto, I think I was in like tenor. third grade uh, tenor uh-huh. is that the that's a smaller one right no alto sorry alto. yeah that, that shows I was how long say, I played a, it for a tenor for a little kid that'd be a it'd be as big as you are you know yeah it'd be bigger than me I'm pretty small <laughs> um, <laughs> but I quit playing because I had le- I had lessons on Saturday mornings and it was the same time that Pee Wee's Playhouse was on. Yeah, oh, you can't miss that. Yeah, I wasn't going to miss that. Was, that. That, was, that yeah. was classic Saturday morning viewing. Yeah, it's the fucking best. So, uh, yeah, there was that. And then on and off again throughout my life, I picked up guitars. Uh-huh. Held them fondly in my lap. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
maybe even uh, strummed them a few times. Yeah, learned a, a few strings. Learned like three chords yeah, so you could at least a play chords. a country song or yeah, something. Yeah, uh-huh. or just play those three chords. Right. Progressions over and over, over and over, and over again. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So I've done that a few times. Most recently, maybe like five or six years ago. But I finally... I turned 40 a couple years ago, and I was just like, this this dream is dead. I'm clearly <laughs> never, ever going to do this. Right. So I gave my brother the guitars. He actually plays them, so they have a oh, good home okay. now. So um, when when you started listening to music, what was what was your jam? Like, what were some of the first records you bought? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, I remember being a really little kid. My very first vinyl single that I got at the grocery store was Billy Joel Uptown Uptown Girl. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Not was even really choice Billy Joel. No, like, no. All right. No. All right. Uh, yeah. He wrote written for Christy Brinkley. Yeah, I remember her in the video. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right. I was big into that. And then obviously like Michael Jackson thriller. Right. You you couldn't escape that record. No, it was a record. And it's it's still a great record. Yeah, yeah. Quincy uh, Jones produced it. I mean it's it's a great record. It's one of those ones that I'll give you that like you can't argue that it's not great. Do I ever want to listen to any song on it for the rest of my life? No. But, but well, sure, it's, it's great. Well, you know, uh, that, that, that brings us to an interesting point because uh, there was a track on that record that Mr. Edward Van Halen played guitar on. Oh, shit. Was that uh, Billy Jean? Beat it. Oh, beat it. Yeah. Yeah, down. And like he went into the studio, he helped arrange it, he did his fucking, you know, shredding, finger tapping guitar solo, the whole nine yards. And uh, that brings us to uh, one of the songs that you brought what uh, a segue. here today, uh, which is Van Halen, which surprised me, mm-hmm. but not because of the song you chose. You chose mm-hmm. Jump mm-hmm. From off of 1984. We got the lyrics here, if you want to look at those. And and that, the lyrics really say it all. Do they? I don't know what, 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 I mean, I don't think they say much. You know one thing that, that has puzzled me about this song forever? Mm-hmm. Let's get to the, let's just go straight to the chorus here. Right. Ah, might as well jump. <laughs> <laughs> Who has ever, like, passively jumped? Right. It right. doesn't happen, right? Right, yeah. It's fucking retarded. I mean, yeah, what I'm, does it mean? I can't say that. What, what's, he, what's he getting at? I'm, I'm not really sure. Um, he's, his, he's got his back against a record machine, which I assume is... I always thought that was wrecking machine. It's record? Well, on here it says record. I thought it was wrecking, too. That could wrecking be wrong. Too. Yeah, okay. I think it's wrecking. Okay. Um, all right. Well, then, point still stands. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure. Is that like a garbage disposal? Or? Right. Is it a car compactor? Yeah. Uh, one of those, uh, the wrecking ball that destroys buildings? <laughs> well, if it's that, then you see that wrecking ball coming, you might as well jump, right? Right. Yeah. There. Well, we've, we've applied some logic <laughs> to these otherwise absurd and arbitrary lyrics. It makes sense. But, um, so it's, I think it's the chorus, but then it's that, it's just like that fucking keyboard. Uh-huh. That yeah. just stupid. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's very, it's not that often that I feel like an instrument makes me dumber when I hear it. And. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was their first time employing keyboards. Yes. Before that, they had been pretty much straight up 
metal rock, rock band. Yeah. yeah, just guitars, yeah. no keyboards. I'd, maybe occasionally there was some piano yeah. if they were trying to be country or, or do something like, like some tack piano or something like that. But this was the first time that they were like, all right, let's get a synth. Yeah. Eddie's going to play it. They were like, dude, it's 1984. We got to get the right. synth in here. I mean, look at that futuristic typeface <laughs> there on the back cover. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. nice. Yeah. Straight out of space. Yeah. Man. Look at David uh, Lee's hair, too. Is he just standing in front of a fan there, or is that Prada? Oh, that's, that's you know, that's uh, standard uh, fare for the 1970s and 80s was <laughs> the wind machine. You know? That's true. Yeah, I, th I think it would. The, the, some of those wind machines were so strong that they it it it, it got rid of some of that hair because he's not <laughs> he's not rocking that anymore. Um, but this keyboard part, I've listened to it and I'm like, is that the same as um, Panama, but just played on a keyboard? Oh, if it is, then it's brilliant. It's kind of close. It's very close. Yeah. And I I, I have to I have to deconstruct it musically to confirm that, but. It's certainly in feel, you know, because, you know, Panama is dun, 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 and this is dun, 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 It's very similar. Matt, you might have just cracked the code. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, let's uh, let's give it a listen. Uh, Jump, Van Halen, off 1984 from, well, 1984. Check out those keyboards. Oh, there they are. <laughs> It's like you're going to a kegger in space. <laughs> yes! Do you know I only realized I hated this song in the past few years? Did you revisit it? Or you just heard it and you were like, eh? Yeah, I think I it never bothered me before and it came on one day and I was, I started fixating on it. I was just like, Jesus, this is a stupid song. Do you think it's about suicide? Interesting. Then it, then it kind of makes sense. Things are not going that well. I'm on a high building. I might as well jump. Like this, like kind of like, eh. You know, the juxtaposition of this happy sort of uh, composition with like, so much eh, you might as well kill yourself. So much deeper now. Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, just jump. Fuck you. You suck. I think that's what I'm gonna, every time I hear it from now on, that's where my head's going. Wow, I think you just redeemed it. Oh god, now I just feel bad for him. <laughs> uh, he's still around though. Dave? Yeah, so I guess yeah, I saw him it. in 2012. He when he got back it. with uh, Van Halen, he was great. They were great. Yeah, man. I, you know, I'm not I'm not a guy who goes to concerts and like sings along, but yeah, I could not help myself. Yeah, what are you gonna do? You know, especially when they opened with Unchained. So yeah, it's so so it it may have slightly redeemed itself because you you touched on something there. It might be about suicide. This was like a therapy session. And coming out of it, <coughs> the good part was finding that it might have been about suicide. Right. Right. Wow. Dark. Wow. <laughs> Should we move on? Yeah. <laughs> so next up, 
getting a little softer here. That's what she said. Tears for fears. <sighs> Sowing the seeds of love. <sighs> I'm with you here. This is not a good one. <sighs> um, yeah, I don't know. Let's just get into it. Let's get it over with. Yeah, I it guess. Just, it's like a Band-Aid. Let's listen. Oh, God, I can feel it coming. That's what she said. Ha. This kind of reminds me of Crimson. See, this here, this I don't hate this. You know what this is? I think part of this that makes me hate it so much is that this came out in what, probably like 88 or 89? Uh, that's a good question. I just have distinct memories of the video being on MTV constantly. And the video is just his like big stupid face on the screen the whole time. <laughs> and it was a time where I was trying to just watch like Death Leopard and Poison videos. Right, right. So this was fucking me all up. This was getting in the way. This was getting in this the way. This was an obstacle. Just his big between, stupid face singing Between this, your like, hair metal. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like I wasn't ready for adult music yet. And this is like adult music. Is it? Is it? Well, to 12-year-old me, it, it was for sure. Right. Now it's just bad. But all right, let's 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 listen to this, right? Like what if we take it out of this production? What if we did this as punk rock or country? Or what if Tom Waits covered it? it like is it bad writing or is it a bad production? Well, let's see where that- we are. And I can read you the lyrics. Open hearts. Feel about it. Open minds. Think about it. My hinds. Not just minds. My hinds. Everyone. Read about it. Oh. Is that John Lennon? It's very Beatles-esque, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't hate that. There's a redeeming part. Yeah, I don't hate that. I'll take that. I mean, this is certainly more craft than modern pop. Yeah, definitely. I'm serious. I think I think most of my hatred of this song comes from that video being on just all the time and just being a video that I hated. There were no, like, pyrotechnics. Yeah, like... No uh, big hair. Yeah, that was not great, man. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That was pretty. But we found some. Spots. I don't know that I hate it, but it's. I. I, I don't need to hear it again. <laughs> I don't. You know. Well, I have bad news for you. No. You're going to be hearing it again, every few minutes in the back of your head for like the next three days, probably. It, it was already stuck in my head when I answered the door when you came over. Good. That was the one, that. Uh, that that yeah. Well, that that probably says more about you than the song. Right. Yeah. Right. Do you want to delve, or should we move on? So, uh, next up... Now, this surprised me that uh, Pink Floyd made the list. Not that Pink Floyd... Every Pink Floyd song is amazing. There's some weird... But but I like this song. Okay. And uh, you chose Money off Dark Side of the Moon. Yes. Is there a story behind that? I have, a, I have a solid reason behind that. Okay. Because what's, Pink what's Floyd is one of my all-time favorite bands. Right. They, like from the time they started until like the wall 
I don't know that there's too many songs that I don't love. Right. You even, even the early Sid Barrett. Yeah, shit. yeah, all yeah. of it, all of right. it. I'll okay. take it all. Here's my problem with money: is it's where it falls on an otherwise perfect album. Uh huh. Which right? is the beginning of side two. It's yes, the beginning of side two. Right. Which I guess because they look knew at it was going to be a hit, yes. so you put it at the edge of the record where the fidelity's better. Oh, is that why? Yeah. Okay, so you've educated like as you me as you this. get to towards the center of a record, the fidelity suffers a little bit. Okay. Well, then possibly the reason that I hate it is because of the times that I grew up. Because when I first got Dark Side of the Moon, mm-hmm. I had it on a CD. Okay. Right? Right. So CD, there's no side. Right. You just listen to it straight through. Right. The Great Gig in the Sky ends, and then there's money, and then it's us and them. Mm-hmm. If money wasn't there, it would be the most like perfect transition through two of their best songs. Right. But that fucking like cash register just fucks everything up. And if you're like sort of like sort of nodding off, taking it, a little nap while you're listening to it's, it, it's, it's gonna good. wake you up right that, away. It's, to me that's a good thing. Well <laughs> you know, like not you, while you shouldn't be able to nap to a rock record, <laughs> and that's my problem with the Eagles. Is like any one of those records. You can just take a nap. There's nothing jarring is going to come up. True. And but there's one. There's ones that you can just kind of like like zone out to. Uh-huh. And for me, sometimes I can I can probably like nod off for a little while. Right. right. But either way, let's take the nodding off factor out of it. Right. <laughs> okay, yes. Because the point is that would be a perfect, perfect transition between two songs. They flow so That's nicely into one yeah. another. That is just like this massive, it's like a fucking like roadblock of a song. <laughs> really? Yeah. And, and, and there's nothing you own, like about that song. No, no. Taken on its own, I think it's fine. Uh-huh. Well, that's how we're going to hear it. But. Is out of context. Okay. So. But for you, in context. For me, context, it's really about the context. Yeah. It, 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 it ruins the flow yeah. of the album. Yeah. All right. And, I mean, either way, I fucking hate the cash register sounds. Right. They're a little heavy-handed with that part. Uh, agreed. We could have just went with but the But I like the fact that it does wake people up and go, you know, like, the whole album can't be all space and uh, we're smoking pot and, you know, there has to be some... And, and, and it's a social statement. Yes, of course. Uh, so it should be irritating on a certain level, you know? That's, yeah. I mean, I'm no stranger to irritating music. I listen to Zappa. I listen to <laughs> Captain Beefheart. So, and I think this is one of the uh, rare Pink Floyd songs that is in an odd meter. All right, with that said, let's give it a listen. Let's play it. Pink Floyd Money off Dark Side of the Moon. Pretty fucking good on its own though, right? <laughs> I mean, come on. You can't deny that when that is that vibrato guitar and then <laughs> that that's why and, I and told the, you and the, the fucking Rhodes piano. Yeah. But that's why I told you there's a story behind why I hate it. Right, right. It doesn't bug me in the context of the album. I think it's good. It breaks it up, but you bring up an interesting point that you weren't listening on vinyl. It's where true. you had a second, and then you flipped the side, and then it was something upbeat. 
I was just in Pompeii. Were you? And did you go to that amphitheater? I got there before the gates opened to let you in, and my wife and I literally like ran to the amphitheater so we could be the first people there alone. And we had it to ourselves for like five minutes. And I, nice. I don't know if I was the only person at Pompeii, but I was probably one of the few that were there specifically just because of the Pink Floyd show. Right. <laughs> and no, never mind the cataclysmic else that happened. Uh, volcano <laughs> where all these people's forms were no, preserved. No, I was there for the history. Right, the real history. <laughs> the rock history. The rock history, yeah. Um, but got in there before there was a bunch of people, had to place ourselves for five minutes, put on the headphones and listen to Echoes sitting in there. Yeah. And it was like a religious experience. See, so whenever I'm listening to the album, when it gets to this part, I'm like, all right, now I can get back to where I was. Right. <laughs> I wonder if this is the single version, right? Because all those songs segue into each other. Yeah. I don't know how this one's going to end. I didn't listen to the end of it, but... It's probably the single version. Yeah, because it's just the talking. What was I looking up about uh, this song? Who wrote it? If it was Gilmore or Waters. Waters. Really? Which makes oh, there sense. it is. Yeah, there's the segue. See that? Oh, man. Oh, that's... That's so disappointing, isn't it? Oh, my God, it? yeah. God damn. Now I'm left with musical blue balls. Oh, that's my. And, and it's about to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. Like, it, it, you like that song. I, I do, but... kind of But do. I hate it, too. I right. like it. I you like ha it you hate where it falls on the album. Yeah. But yeah, it's actually a good song. I think it's because... It's one of those songs that I that I heard mostly within the context of the album because I used to listen to that album all the time. It's one of those records you put on and you just you leave you it on. Listen to it all the way through. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a suite yeah. of songs, uh, much like a classical piece. It's yes. not meant to be cut up. Yes, you know. Next up. We're, we're, you, now, now you're touching on stuff that I don't care for. I never really cared for uh, new wave, post punk. Some post punk I like, like the Stranglers were mm -hmm. great. You know that record, Black and White. Yep, so good. Uh, but the Cure, mm. I no, just always no felt cure, like huh? no. I always felt like it was chick rock. Mm. You know, like uh, I'm sad. I'm gonna listen to this on eleven in my room. Well, I think yeah. maybe you thought that because you started hearing The Cure when this fucking song was out. Maybe. Maybe. Although this isn't sad, but... This this song isn't sad? Well, I don't know about the lyrics because I don't ever want to fucking listen to it again, but... but <laughs> well, you're going to hear it now, buddy. I love... <laughs> I love The Cure leading up to this point in their career. So you're a fan of this band? Yeah. From okay. The, like the earlier records... Right. I Like, I like all of them. When did this one come out? I, I don't even know. I think this was like 87, maybe? Yeah, the 80s was a bad time for a lot of bands. It's true. A lot of bands went to shit in the 80s, and music in general went to shit, and I blame MTV. Yeah, for sure. Uh, because that's when it was not about uh, 
just the the music became image based. It right? became image based. Yeah. Totally. So I know you can relate to that. You know. Because like I'm sometimes, based. huh? Because I'm image image based. Yeah, you're a visual person. You're a designer. You're 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 oh, a, a yes. graphic artist. You're a visual person. So, yeah, and and I am too. So a lot of this stuff, I was just like, ah, oh, God, I fucking hate the way these guys look. Yeah, that's why I hate you know? fucking Tears for Fears. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And it just they, I mean, they, they they never did anything with balls. They looked like they looked like a rock band that like went to the office on Monday. Like, why are you on stage? Yeah. Go go back to, you know. Yeah, go back to editing. The box factory where you are head of sales. <laughs> the box factory. <laughs> I don't know where that, that song. Came. That song is like the box of songs, isn't it? It's as exciting as a fucking cardboard box. As a cardboard box. box. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Tears for Fears. They're uh, still getting it. Oh, yeah. Let's move on to The Cure, though. Yeah, let's hear The Cure. Uh, you know, I I don't know. I can't say I hate this band, but I th- there was never a song that I heard where I was like, I need to own this. You know? Okay. So this is where... This is where... I, the, where you they, started to get disillusioned. Yeah, this song So this song is a disillusion hate. Well, actually, here's the thing. <laughs> this song came up because you asked me for something that I once liked and now hate. And uh-huh. I think when I was a kid, I was just like, oh, yeah, this is a cool, upbeat song. By the cure, but now when I listen to it, I'm just like, oh god, it's fucking unlistenable. Wait, wait, Put it what, away. What, what's the feeling behind that? Like, what's that? What's that about? Is it the lyrics? Is it the production? Is it the composition? I th- I think it's the lyrics. It's the <coughs> composition. It's the sort of like uh, catchy beat that I don't. It's just not something that I that I associate with any of their music that I actually enjoy. Right. So Which this definitely is... is a little a little gloomier. Not all depressing, I wouldn't say, but definitely like minor keys and and. Uh... Well, I, I don't think they wrote anything in a major key. No, they? no, yeah, no. They, they were they were they were a minor band. I'm so sad. <laughs> Eighth notes on the bass. Yeah, all that shit. Well, later we'll share some, uh, privately, we'll share some of their good songs and see if I can change your mind. Okay, yeah, we'll dial it up out there and we'll see, maybe maybe there's something that... uh, Could be. Might redeem them for me, but yeah, I was never a fan. I don't hate them, but I was never moved enough to go, I need to own that record. Yeah. You know? All right, so without further ado, we're going to hear some Cure, uh, Just Like Heaven. Just like hell. What 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 year was this? I think it was eighty seven. Eighty seven. Yeah. yeah. This is their song that's the opposite of sad. The opposite of what? Of sad. Yeah. I mean it's a little sad, the the guitar sounds. Is it? They could have done better. It seems so like like uh cotton oh, candy that keyboard. To me. This part. Ooh, Ooh yeah. yeah. See? No. Uh, I don't like this. Yeah. I don't like this at all. Wait till the fucking lyrics come in. Right here. This is this does it all for me. Show me, show me, show me how you do that trick. It's just so uh it's like, dude, suck it up. Tuck yeah. and roll, Buttercup. Yeah, dude. It's not that bad. It's just like a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Do you 
you see what I'm doing with my head right now? Yeah. It's like, it's involuntary, and yeah. I don't want to be doing it. Right. And the song is It's the same shit to. you do when you hear a Beatles song. Yeah. Except it's not that good. Except, yeah, exactly. Except I enjoy it to the Beatles song. It's sort of like uh, Mall Goth. Mall Goth? Yeah. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty spot on. Uh, yeah. Whew. All right. It ended. Like this could be on in in, in the, uh, yeah. Like they play it in at the, mall the, of the America. punk store in the mall. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because it's not that offensive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're not going to listen to Gigi Allen. No. no. That's not going to happen. No, that doesn't, that doesn't make you want to buy things. You. Toilet paper, maybe. You. Lost and lonely. Oh. You. Strange as angels. Dancing in the deepest oceans, uh, twisting in the water. Oh, God, don't do this. You're just like a dream. <laughs> You're just like a dream. <laughs> That's actually better than the song. It was less creepy than the song. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. There's a creepy factor to it. Like, why are you this ballless? Yeah. Like, why are you so emasculated? Like, what did your mother do to you? It sounds like he's when saying you were to, a like, a 10-year-old girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And he's, like, 30 here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> Who is this? This is Robert Smith, right? That was Robert Smith. Yeah. Who? And I don't want to shit Who on I always the cure confu- that much, because, I, like I said, I right, like you, them. You're a fan, uh, generally. I'm a fan, or I, I was a fan. Right, 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 right. Um, I'm going to stop the tape. Because I need a refill. You probably do too. That would be wonderful. Do you need a bathroom break? A bathroom break. A breath, breath, bathroom. <laughs> yes. Because I don't have a bathroom. I yes. have a bathroom. Well, I was going to go take a breath while we have this time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's a good one. Yeah. Let's see what happens now. All right. Uh, we're back. We didn't go anywhere. It was fine. Well, the other room. No. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, so uh, what's, what's the story? The next one up here is Alanis Morissette. I, I, I'm not a big fan, uh-huh. but I, I, I like her. Yeah. You know, I listen to records. I'm like sincere songwriter. Uh, you know, good player. Good arranger. So what's what's the aversion here? What's that about? Um, I mean, I don't like anything about the sound. I don't like her voice. <laughs> okay. Um, Fair enough. This is another one where I was like inundated with the video when I was younger. I uh-huh. fucking hate the video with her like big stupid face screaming at the camera. She does have a giant head. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? You know what gets me about this song though? That that. It's more that I find it annoying, I think, than hate it. It's the lyrics. Yeah? It's a song about... It's called Ironic. Mm-hmm. It's about ironic, quote-unquote, ironic things. 
And then she goes on to list at least half of the songs. She's talking about things that really aren't ironic at all. So you feel betrayed. I just feel like, yeah, I feel like she tried to get a little bit advanced with her vocabulary and wasn't ready for it. (laughs) Ironic is not a, it's not, it's not a uh, collegiate word. You know, it's not like umbrage or importune or anything like that. Is it possible that ironic is a word that people constantly use and just don't understand? Sort of like pretentious, like what I'm probably being right now by saying that. No, I don't think you're being pretentious, but right. Yeah. Like they're they're using ironic, like it gets thrown almost around. ironically, yeah, and therefore they, it becomes too meta. Yes, yes, <laughs> very good. <laughs> it's like when people are. You know, no one cares. No one cares what these Americans think about the music, about the art. What do they know? I'd rather smoke a cigarette and listen to bad jazz than this podcast. This is stupid. Why am I involved? I have no idea. Okay, right. And now I see here it says writers, and it's not just her. Oh, well, it does have her middle name, Alanis Nadine Morissette. Yeah. It's not as rock and roll. But as, there's somebody else on there, too. But there's huh? Ballard Glenn, or is it Glenn Ballard? I'm not I sure. I don't know. Yeah. It's so it. ironic, right? No, it's not. Just like this song. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. I see what you did there. All right. So let's listen to uh, this fucking cunt. Uh, oh, that delivery kind of makes me shiver, too. You know what it reminds me of is like... Uh, Tori Amos? No. Uh, I think 60s. Um, uh, Johnny uh, Mitchell? There you go. Yeah. Except yeah. I actually, I like Joni Mitchell, but it's lilting and, yeah. It's very fragile. Yeah. Sensitive. Oh, not oh. anymore. Oh, this song. Not anymore. Now it's ballsy. I know this song. Okay. We, we've all heard this too Listen, much. This can be a frequency hate, too. Rain, rain, if it rains on the day you get married, is that ironic or does that just suck? I don't know. It, it depends on how you feel about rain. I mean, it's ironic if the person you're marrying is like a weather person or something. <laughs> right, and they predicted Al sun. Roker yeah. or Storm Fields. <laughs> yeah. Or if Al Roker marries Storm Fields. No, that would be ironic. That would be Yeah. Then we have something to sing about. We could write a whole sitcom about it. 26 (laughs) episodes a season. We could could at least write a song about it that made sense. Correct. And would be more entertaining. Yeah. Oh, man. I chose a song mainly for those fucking annoying lyrics. It's more, it's, it, it lyrically annoys you more well, than the composition. That, well, this is, yes. Yeah, this that is, Ray Yane part. Yeah, and, and, like, I actually respect her as a player and a songwriter, but this See, production. Yeah, I don't, like, generally hate her. Yeah, like, if she did this, like, like, Carol King did uh, Tapestry. It might be good. Might be good. Like, some of, like, Well, she'd have to rewrite the lyrics, too, though. <laughs> or Carol King or Carol King because she's a great lyricist even better yeah. wouldn't that be ironic no it wouldn't be oh I see what you did there 
Right, so we're hearing, we the, we're all... hearing the video soundtrack, so yeah, we're getting yeah. all the car sound effect, the gravel, the wet gravel yeah. on tires Ugh. sound. I get perhaps we all get fixated on different things in songs that make us angry. Right, and that's you know? what I'm trying to isolate here. Like, what about it? You know, sometimes it's a frequency hate. You've just heard it too many times. Yeah. Like, there's great songs. Like, fucking Stairway to Heaven. Those great first song. four notes, yeah. I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I've heard it too many times. Yeah. Whipping Post by the Almond Brothers. Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, but 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 Stairway to Heaven. Yeah. Do you hate it or do you just never want to hear it again? They're two I different things. I never want to hear it again. Right. But but I hate listening to it. Right. And that's a distinction. I think. Maybe. I don't know. Well, it's a big time investment. Right. You right. Know. So yeah, Tangerine. no no love for Alanis Morissette on that song. Nope. But you don't hate her. I mean, I don't... Yeah, she's not really someone that generally song. inspires passionate feelings either way. You're <laughs> to indifferent. To me, anyway. Right, you're indifferent. But but that song, man, it's... I think it's just like the those, those lyrics have annoyed me so much for so long. And I never hear the song anymore. But this is another thing is that like when I was growing up, when I was like a teenager, this was on all the yes. fucking time. It you was, could yeah. not avoid it. Yeah. You, you could hear it cars passing yeah that would warp it with the doppler effect it's like rain. <laughs> yeah and why yeah why well i think it's also a lot of it is that like if you grew up in like the the mtv days yeah like i said like really like the 80s to the mid 90s right when it was when, when mtv played videos yeah yeah, yeah. You you were into it. You watched it all the time, probably, if you liked music at all. But and like, you had cable. Yeah, yeah. But we, also, we, didn't, we didn't have cable in Bay Ridge. But anyway. Uh, oh, but what I was going to say is that uh, at the time, you know, you're watching MTV all the time or else you're listening to the radio all the time. And it's just like they chose... 20 songs every month or two they were going to just fucking ram down your throat right and right. you know it happens to be Alanis Morissette so I don't know that like it speaks bad on the craftsmanship of some of these songs or if it's just that, like I've been traumatized from just having them forced on me so much I've heard them so many times that I know the uh, lyrics okay, okay. That but I were they forced on you you could have shut the TV off you could have muted it wait 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 what do you mean, shut the TV off? <laughs> All right, uh, next up. Next up. This is, uh, I'm not going to be happy about this. I know this song. I also loathe um, it. Oh, you loathe it. It's bad. It's one of the worst pop songs ever. Oh, oh, I know what it is. It's Just because wham. you said pop song. Yeah, it's wham. My other selections were rock songs. This is the one pop song. All right, so this is wham. I don't know. It's the 80s. Everything sucks. Reagan is there. He's shitty. What's there to be so happy about, guys? Exactly. Nuclear war, AIDS, MTV. Singer's I'm, still in the closet. I'm angry. I'm angry. The singer's like still in the closet. He's not even... No. Wasn't he? George Michael? I mean... I mean, like, officially. Yeah. I mean, you, you just look at him, you're like... Uh, oh, sure. Like, like nobody it. dances yeah. like that. Same thing with Rob Halford, too. And I don't know how nobody... All those metal All the hits. leather... <laughs> The leather, the motorcycle, the even some of the subversive lyrics, you yeah. know. Uh, 
We're thrusting to the hilt. Like, what? Oh, all right. Suddenly I want to watch porno. Rob, thanks for that. Thanks for making my pants tight. <laughs> the sheriff hat? No, he didn't have that. He had a, he had a, a leather scully. That was close enough. Yeah. So, yeah, let's, let's listen to fucking George Michael. Oh, I don't fuck. hate George Michael. Like, as a person... No, he, he was cool a guy. huge philanthropist. He was a nice guy. Honestly, he made some good songs too. He he had some good songs after Wham. Dude, Father Figure is a fucking great song. Faith, yeah, you it's know, a good it, one. It, it it grooves. It's good. Yeah, it's got but that's this, got some guitars but on he it. He was a victim of. I think he was a victim of '80s production. You know, no one cares. No one cares what these Americans think about the music, about the art. What do they know? I'd rather smoke a cigarette and listen to bad jazz than this podcast. If we can twist it the way that we did uh, Jump, Mm -hmm. I'll be really happy. I don't think you're going to be really happy. I don't think so either. No. I don't think so. All right. Let's Let's get it over with. Yeah. Let's get it over with. Fucking wham. God damn it. (laughs) Well, I want to dive in because I also uh, chose this song or did this song choose me? It was chosen because... Uh, this one we're about to hear? Yeah. There's something that I hate about it, specific, other than the whole song itself. I just recently wrote a parody to this. Did you? I thought it was a parody already. Alright. Prevailing theme as to why I hate this song. Look at them! Listen, just listen to this. You're not watching the video. You're just hearing it, right? When he's singing, what facial expression do you think he's making? Exactly. He's smiling. He's fucking smiling. And I can't tolerate people who smile when they sing. It's it's too optimistic. It's just music it's unrealistically is unrealistically optimistic. Yes, music and, and, is a fucking yeah. serious business. And, and, and the lyrics we're not playing are the same. Around. This one I'm familiar with because my friend Dim and I have deconstructed it. There's, there's something very. This is also lyrically, psychologically irresponsible. And then he went solo like a couple years later. What a you dick. think he was? Maybe he was singing to Andrew Ridgely, <laughs> the other fucker in this band. He could have been. But you know, he wrote oh. this song. He's the sole writer. George gave, Michael is? Gave Andrew and this and Careless Whisper. Or maybe it's just Careless, Careless Whisper. Careless Whisper, I'm fine with. But These, the lyrics, the fucking music, it is so terrible. just saccharine. It's, yes. it's, oh, it's like Correct. the fruity pebbles of, of music. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Correct. It's wrong on many levels. It has almost no socially redeeming factors. It has no like redeeming like, I factors. Almost, I period. almost want to. It's making it. me snap. I don't want to snap. It's fucking <laughs> making me snap. <laughs> yeah, it's too happy. It's, it's it is. It's like if you took Prozac and made it audible. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's the thing, because it's not like and this real might happy. Be before Prozac. It doesn't feel like real happy. It feels like forced happiness. Yes, like like 1984, like or, yes. or that Twilight Zone episode with with the little boy who can make people disappear. <laughs> yes. And they're like, no, Danny, we're very happy. We're listening to Wham. Remember, remember the scene in Clockwork Orange where like his eyes are pried open. Yes. I feel like this video. It's a bunch of people with their mouths pried into a smile with the same <laughs> devices. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Correct. Oh, that's bad. Oh. That's bad. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, that God one. damn it. Fucking A, that one is... Oh. That hurts. Yeah, that was pretty... That was pretty I'm hateful. sorry. No, yeah. it's okay, man. That's why we're here. People oh, yeah. are... People are gonna find this entertaining. Are they? No. <laughs> this is a waste of time. Millions of people found that song entertaining at one point. Well, that's the thing about- Millions! That's the thing about this song, you're not the- I'd rather smoke a cigarette and listen to bad jazz than this podcast. This is stupid. Why am I involved? I have no idea. Oh, God. Bad. Can you imagine? What's I would I wouldn't that... I would have to leave the grocery store. I would lose my appetite and not be able to buy food. And I would just have to starve that week. Yeah, I mean, it's right here. Luckily all I do is buy beer oh, and a bagel. Good. And I'm out. But yeah, here's Beer and a bagel, so you go there stuff. for breakfast. What's the one song that really This is stupid. Whew. All right, we're down to uh your most hated song, according to you. My most hated song. Which I find hard to believe, but here we are. Do you? Yeah, it's Journey. So, well, here's the thing about hated songs. Yeah. This it's it's so much harder than coming up with your top five most hated songs is a hundred times more difficult than your top five favorite songs. Yes, this is something that's become apparent to me in in asking people to be on the show. They're like, "Oh, this is hard." Oh my! It's all what, what what did I say? It was like it was like cotton candy laced with heroin. Yeah. It's without the heroin. It's just cotton candy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's true. It's zero calories. Why am I involved? Maybe I just prefer when, when it hits the sad part as opposed to the happy part. Right. <laughs> the happy part's scary. Right, because you, you relate to that for some reason, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to think about what this says about us. I'd rather just move on to the next song. Fair we enough. need to get back into hate. <laughs> that wasn't hateful enough. <laughs> that is, yeah, that that that's pretty hateful. That's pretty close. But I don't hate it as much as I hate this. Really? This this one because let me tell you, Look at these guys, the songs huh? the songs we've gone through, <laughs> I was giving you because I hated them for specific reasons that I wanted to talk about. All right. This one though. This one of all of them inspires just like, I just get angry when it comes on and I stay angry until either I'm out of like, like uh sound range right. of it. So this will make you leave a room. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You'll be like, I can't, I got it. Totally. I'm going to be outside. Smoking. Yeah. If I like went to a restaurant to have dinner and this came on, I'd be like, fuck this. I'm not eating dinner here. <laughs> It would ruin I, yeah. your meal. Yeah, I'm sorry. This, this, the whatever, two I'm and a half I'll minutes. Grab a, I'll grab a slice on the way Two home. and a half minutes of Journey, which no. is, you know, they, they are... Uh... And the song we're about to listen to, it's, it's not like noodling. That's not what I hate about it. Because I hate everything about it. It's interesting it. because I like this production for certain reasons, so... 
without further ado, we're going to listen to some fucking Journey. <sighs> Don't Stop Believing, which I believe was off... Uh, I never started believing. Uh, ...an album I'm going to overdub the name of, because I can't remember it, and I don't want to waste time. <laughs> oh, God, it sucks already. You hate that piano yeah, riff. I just... Because I know what's coming. Right. I know I'm about to be assaulted with, like, the musical equivalent of, like, a corporate inspirational poster. <laughs> yes! That is what this is. I just see like on on. A, a thousand overweight middle-aged women with lighters. <laughs> yes! Yeah! Oh man. Yeah, I picture like a lot of crushed beer cans on the floor. Some t-shirts with the sleeves cut off. You know who else played with Santana? Rob Thomas. <laughs> I know. That was later, though. He gets a pass. Yeah. We'll give yeah. Carlos a pass. I, lo I love when I heard millennials going like, uh, I don't know who this Santana guy is, but, you know, Rob <laughs> Thomas is going to blow him up. And somebody said the same thing about, like, Paul McCartney playing with somebody. Like, they had no idea who Paul McCartney was, you know. Who, did he play with somebody recently? Like a okay, young here's person? Here's what I... I'm sorry, what? Okay, uh, did Paul McCartney play with a young person recently? Uh, I think Lady Gaga. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah, fuck her too. And they were like... Jesus, oh, fuck her. I don't know who Paul McCartney is, but Lady Gaga's gonna blow his shit up. If Lady Gaga didn't have those outfits... Paul McCartney, man, what are you talking about? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Paul McCartney was in a band before Wings? <laughs> Get out! <laughs> Let's play some Madonna now for fun. This is stupid. Yeah, yeah, the lyrics are yeah, cheesy and, you know, stereotypical of the 80s, but... Cheesy it, and stereotypical. They are like... They might be the worst song lyrics ever written. Yeah? They're fucking offensive. Do go on, sir. They're, well, it's like I said about the... the it's, it's, like, it's like if you have a shitty office job... Uh-huh. And you go to like the office cafeteria for lunch because you can't go anywhere else because they won't pay you enough to do your garbage job every day and you're fucking miserable. So you go there and you get like a sad tuna fish sandwich that's sort of just like the tuna's just like dripping out of the back of it because there's too ma too much mayonnaise in yeah, it. And you're yeah. sitting at this table and, and like... the bread's kind of soggy. Yeah, the yeah. bread's soggy. Mm -hmm. The lettuce is all wilted. And then you're you're just you're sitting in this room, this fluorescent lit room. Well, of course, it, yeah. And right. it's flickering, obviously. Right, and the ballast obviously. is making a buzzing. Yeah. yeah, you're in a <laughs> shitty like chair that wobbles back and forth. Right, and you're just trying to the eat. The floor's your up, yeah, a half a degree off. The <laughs> exactly, yeah. it's linoleum. <laughs> from the 60s it's got and, asbestos in it and you're just all you want to do is like have this hour to yourself before you have to go back to that fucking nonsense yeah. and and you're trying your best to enjoy your tuna fish by putting potato chips inside the sandwich and oh then, that is a good move and then what happens you look up and what do you see on the wall you see like a fucking 
poster with like a picture of a swan like flying across a calm lake the, the ins- inspirational posters yeah, yeah like that just tells you that to, has like, some inane saying under yeah it, like, hang in there yeah exactly Keep flying, brother yes exactly yeah. this song is that <laughs> That's what this fucking song is. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes. You know what? I can't yeah. argue with you. This and it's is... everything. It's like the fucking music, the buildup, every part of it is that. Is irritating Is you. that poster. Yeah. You didn't time out, though. What's up? You didn't time out. I didn't. I didn't. You You're stuck right. it out. But these songs aren't that long. No, they're, they're pretty easy. No one cares what these Americans think about the music. Anyway. Uh... What do we got here? Hedwig and the Angry Inch, right? Uh, what was this? This was your... You asked me for a guilty pleasure. This is it. Yeah, and this was hard because I don't tend to feel too guilty about most of my pleasures. Of course not. We're right? adults now. Like, However, if I there's anything... I love rat. I'm going to own it. Yeah. You know? Fuck it. If there's anything that, that I like a lot that could be construed as a guilty pleasure, right. I consider Marilyn Manson. But Ooh, I good. but I feel that's less good. guilty about that. Yeah, I mean that. I, yeah, and a yeah. Christ Superstar. It's I a mean, fucking it's, great album. Yeah, it's it's still pretty awesome. Even though it's not musically like uh, amazing, it's got good feel and attitude. Oh yeah, it's just badass. Yeah. So there's nothing good lyrics. So I don't actually. think that can be. Con- I don't know. To me, misconstrued as a guilty <laughs> pleasure, unless you're like you know. You listen to nothing but what's on the radio, and then you just listen to Marilyn. Yeah, yeah. Then that's your guilty pleasure for your own hang-ups. Right. I mean, that's the thing. It's all subjective. It is. It is your own hang-ups. Why do you feel guilty about this? Which is why Hedwig is here, because it's like, it's something that I would typically hate, which is like a a musical. I wanted to say a Broadway musical, but it didn't start out as a Broadway musical. Yeah, no, it wasn't written that way. It became one, like, two years ago. And in fact, I went to see it two years ago. And it was amazing. Right. It's great. Um, Didn't Neil Patrick Harris? Wasn't but he the... I saw it when uh, John Cameron Mitchell was actually playing the part. So, right. so it's, I think that uh, the musical's great. The movie's great. The, the soundtrack for it is awesome. And it's like, it's got, it's got a lot of like 70s glam in it. It's got a lot of Bowie to it for sure. Totally, totally. Yeah. And it, it lends heavily from that. Yeah. Glam yeah. rock of the 70s, mid to late 70s, yeah. And then there's like there's like a little bit of punk in there too, which was part of that scene. Sure. Yeah, 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 totally. Right. Um so I like it all over like the whole album or the whole soundtrack, mm-hmm. or what you might call. Um but I picked this this little sensitive tune as my guilty pleasure. I know, I heard it and I was like Oh, this is interesting. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. All right, let's hear it. Did you ever see this? Yeah. Movie version? Oh, dude. I know. It's on my you list. Yeah, see it. Yeah, man, you got you got to watch Hedwig. Yeah, this I is I can't very, recommend it enough. This is very 1970s. Yeah. Even the way they recorded it. This is one that I'd be having the lighter in my hand. Right. Oh, it's nice to hear a good song, finally. Yeah. God, you can really appreciate a but good you know, song so much a after A lot of that. what you chose tonight did not offend me. 
You know, there was a lot of stuff where I was just like, I hate the shit out of this performer. Right. But I couldn't, like, pinpoint a song, so I'm just like, if I can't even name the song, I must not hate it. That's what I call low-hanging fruit. You can't, you don't know enough There's even genres. Right. So he's like a, uh, I would like to, I want to say trans because I'm not sure what the word is right now that we're supposed to be using. Oh, uh, it for like what changes every week. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like hard to keep a, up a with. Lane. Yeah. God damn it. So I don't want to be insensitive to anyone, but, but yeah, he does have like a botched operation. Right. Hence the angry inch. Right. That was a good one. That was not. I, I didn't hate that. That's a good one. I could listen to it again. Right. Uh, so next up, we got Soundgarden. <laughs> song is Outshined. Outshined. So this, this is one that you used to hate. Yes. And now you kind of like. Now I'm down. Or you or you, you like it. Now I'm down, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's not go so far as to say love. I don't know about love, but I like it a lot now. In fact, this whole album, I can... Right. I, I think maybe I just, like, like the whole album now, so... Right. I'll take all the songs this on This is it. the one you want to hear tonight. So this is, yeah, this is the one we're going to hear. Right. This Let's fucking rocks. It. Let's do it. Please stand by. <laughs> there it is. There's that sludgy guitar. Suddenly I'm awake. Yeah. Yeah. It's got such a good groove. He's a badass singer, right? That and just the feel. Of yeah. This. It's just like shit. <laughs> I mean, it's almost a comment on me. Why didn't I like this when it first came out? I think uh I think I might have hated this. Just because of like the people around me who loved it were people that I hated. Right. So it was really shitty sort of metal like, heads. No, not even just shitty metal. It was like shitty metal metalheads and like sort of jockey douchey guys too. Right, right, right. I think it's. I mean, let's face it. This well, song's got a ton music. of testosterone going oh, yeah. through it. Oh, Well, so the story is like I never liked it when I was younger and then never thought about it for years and years and years. And then maybe like three or four years ago, I don't know if it like came on some something I was listening to online, but a different song from the album came on and I was just like, shit, maybe I need to revisit Soundgarden. I went back and listened to this album and I was like, holy shit, how did I miss this? That was a sweet tune. That was a sweet tune. That was a good one. Like it just had so much feel. It had that. It had that element of Black Sabbath, where it swings. You know. Yes. You know what else though? It's like listen to fucking Jump, and then listen to that fucking Journey <laughs> song, and then listen to Outshine. Well, that's exactly what people are gonna do. If I they're yeah. Listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Yeah. Like those other two bands should be fucking embarrassed about their songs. Yeah, like, when they hear uh, well, this. Right, 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 right. right. So, 
what's next? There's good stuff out there. Is that the? Is that it? No, I think we have one more. Radio. Oh, is Head. this my palate cleanser? This is Radiohead. Yeah. yeah. Although that that was a pretty good palate cleanser. That was let's, actually. Let's see what this does. Well, the reason brain. the reason this is a palate cleanser for me is that it's essentially like three songs in one song. Uh-huh. I, I think I was telling you before, it's not even my favorite song on that album. Uh-huh. But it seems like if you're looking for a palate cleanser, this sort of like hits all of my sweet spots, I guess. Right. Like you're going to go home and be like, that's stuck in my head. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. And I'm going to feel much better about life. I'm not going to have a bad dream. Life. Yeah. No one's going to kick me in the nuts on the way home. <laughs> Hopefully. Okay. I'm going to go get a beer. And then I'm going to come back here and put that song on. Oh, shit. You should keep the audience entertained with some sort of uh, sidebar. A sidebar. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Let's talk about... Hi, audience. This is Mark. Matt's stepping away. You know, no one cares. Get my beer for me. No one cares it's what a well trained think about the music, about uh, the art. It's also very what gracious. Know? I'd rather smoke a So what I want to talk about now jazz is... Uh, than this podcast. Fuck. This is stupid. Now. I don't do this for a living. Why uh, am I involved? Let's I have no idea. Radiohead Paranoid Android. Oh, there's the dealer there back. So here's the deal. Rambling. Why does something smell like it's cooking? Oh, is that the weed? Cheers. Oh, it could be that. <laughs> No, it smelled like food. Oh, wow. Well. Like somebody oh, reheating pizza. I just burped. No, you, not in the kitchen. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, if I, you did. I pointed it, went, it that way. That's some range, dude. <laughs> that's some range. Damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, practice. so this is your, uh, your palate cleanser. This is my palate cleanser. Radiohead, Paranoid, Android. Yeah. From uh, what album? This would be from OK Computer. Right. 1997. The big, the the first big one. This was like the the one that turned them into sort of an international super thing. Yeah. They're kind of like, have we talked about this? They're kind of like our Beatles. Mm -hmm. Like, I think they're that good. And they're not trying to be the, you know, like people, people talk about Oasis. It's like, well, no, they're Beatle clones. Yeah. I feel like Radiohead only wants to make good music and they could give a shit about anything else. Exactly. I think, and I and think exactly the way that, they want to make yeah, it. Yeah. I think they've proved that over their careers. Yeah. And I know a lot of people don't like them, which is funny because I feel like everybody, almost everybody who is my age loves them. I think there's some younger people who don't like them. Um, and I only equate that with like, I don't like you too, right? <laughs> and <laughs> I don't think it's because you two sucks or anything, but you know, they were like, oh, the, the, I the, thought you meant, I don't like you also oh. <laughs> because you don't like Radiohead. <laughs> well, that applies here too. But I was trying to relate and say, yeah. like, when I was a kid, like, U2 was, like, the the most important band in the world or whatever. And I was just like, shut up. Just, yeah, no. Just shut up, Bono. I never I never got swept up in, into that. Yeah. I was always like, they suck. And it's mostly because... I'd rather smoke a cigarette and listen to bad jazz than this podcast. You know what else is great about this? <laughs> Is that clearly hating music isn't 
specifically about hearing it too much, right? No. Like we talked about pop music getting jammed down your throat and you hear sowing the seeds of love a million times. I've heard Paranoid Android now probably three million times, but every time that I've heard it has been by choice. And every time it comes on, I will continue to listen to it. Right. That that's unadulterated, not hate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't use unadulterated. The word, I can't use the word love. Not hate on this podcast. It's unadulterated, not hate. All right, so it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. This is yeah. This is good. This is good. This is all gold. It's all love. No, nothing's going on the cutting room floor. Excuse me. It's. Please cut that out. <laughs> no. I'm going to use that. I'm going to clip it. I hate people who burp on episode. microphone. Huh? I hate people that burp on microphone. Oh, uh, you hate me then. And now I'm that guy. Yeah. Uh, what are we doing? What was um, it? It was... Uh, sowing the seeds of love? No. Oh, Wait, come on. Come One on. more time. No. One more time. I Tears mean, for could. fears. We could... I feel like we've talked about it so much that it earned a second listen. No, it was fucking goddamn fucking <laughs> it was radio head. Radio head. Radio. Uh, that's very small typography, by the way. That is. That needs to be bigger. Like, that is. That is not a good I'm UI lucky right there. That I have oh. twenty twenty vision. Oh yeah. We shouldn't even talk for the next five or six minutes because we should just stay in it. Actually, before we do that. You know, it's genius. This stuff is genius. I used to hate them. Yeah. I can't argue with this. This is beautiful. Yeah. Every layer to it, too. This guitar arpeggios in the right. See, this is a band where where the guys in the group and are I know brilliant where it goes musicians. After this, yeah, and that's what raises the hair on my arms. Yeah. And then his voice Genius. is essentially just another instrument. His voice is so fucking out there. That's the riff. Yeah. Now it's got gravitas. Yeah. Gravitas. It also becomes this theme that they go back to. And you know why this is the palate cleanser? Because all this shit, and then this happens. Yeah. Dude, it's it's fucking it's like an entire album in one song. Yeah. Well done, sir. Well done. Do you know uh I once saw these guys in an outdoor venue. Mm-hmm. And when they were playing this song, it was a, like a shitty weather kind of a day. And it started drizzling while he was singing this part about rain down and it was like a like a out of body experience or something right that's, that's <laughs> fucking awesome right. I was super high too so that could have had something to do with it yeah I don't think that belittles the experience though. no not at it all enhances it enhances it, it. it. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is God. This is pure love. This is it, this is pure love to you? To me, it's a little evil. Well. In order to know what good is, you kind of got to <laughs> hang out with Satan on Saturday night in order to appreciate church. You need context for everything, right? Right. That's why I pick money. We all have dark sides. And that's part of the point of this. And what an ending. Yeah. Right? So good. You do all that shit and then you just end it on a drum beat. What was that? That was like a seven minute song, wasn't it? I think I I think this entire interview you're gonna have to cut out just so you can fit the songs. I don't know. I, I, I've been, been struggling on how to end these things. You know what I think is the perfect ending for this? What's that? Let's just picture ourselves standing here, high up, looking out at the audience. And what does one do at that moment? Might as well jump. Jump.